everyone, and welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street. A monstrous podcast about all things horror. If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on all of the usual socials or subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content and merch. You can find all of that by visiting us at allmylinks.com backslash A Nightmare on Fear Street or in our episode descriptions wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Okay, everyone. Today we're covering Cry Wolf with Adrian and Stormy from Slash Her. Yay! This continues our month of We Get By with a little help from our friends, where we purposely scheduled our podcast friends as opposed to randomly having them stop in now, left and right. Um, <laughs> aha! Concentrated effort, y'all. Boom. <laughs> and uh, as always, before we get into the film Cry Wolf, we're going to talk a little bit about you guys. Uh, number one, I love the title of your podcast. I think it's so fun. So let's discuss what you guys do on Slash Her. Um, well, we are very, I don't know, real, I guess is probably the best way to say it. Like we didn't come into the podcast sphere or like the horror community, like trying to be like super smart, I guess you can say, which is why we like to say delusional because everything is just our thoughts. We like to just talk about the most silly movies that we can and just give our opinions and just try to have a good time and, you know, talk very dirty, I guess, is what we hear a lot. <laughs> We're very dirty. Um, so that's kind of our vibe, I guess. Love slasher films, obviously. Right, right. Love it, love it. All right, well, let's talk about you two individually. First, we'll start with Adrian. Okay. Start with everyone. What is your favorite scary movie? Okay, so funny. I mean, I, as bare bones and as basic as I can get, minus Scream, can't help it. It really helps solidify my love of horror as a kid, especially just like the meta commentary. I just thought it was so unique and so clever. And I was like 10 years old and I thought, oh yeah, this is, <laughs> this is my movie. This is what I like compare every horror movie to for whatever reason. So it's always been my bread and butter and it's my fave. Same. I love it. And so are slashers your favorite subgenre? For me personally, yes. They've always been my favorite. They're the most silly. They're the most comedic to me at times. <laughs> and I, I love dark comedies. Like Clue, the movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. Anything that involves like the macabre, but also like subtle, like dry humor is like my favorite. Um, and slashers are just super campy. So they kind of have like nuances of like that dark comedy while also trying to take themselves seriously, but they're just filled to the brim with tropes and silly things. And I think they're hilarious. I enjoy them. So you kind of talked about that Scream, you watched Scream when you were 10, but like, what's your horror origin story? What got you into this crazy mess? <laughs> uh, I mean, for me, it was definitely, I'm a product of my family. I couldn't, I can't remember like my first memory of horror, but I remember so often just seeing stuff on the TV, whether it was at my aunt's house, my cousins, my grandma's even, like no matter where we were, we always had like something on the TV. So like, I distinctly remember watching Sleepaway Camp often, which I don't know why they subjected me to that as a kid, but they surely did. <laughs> that was I a <laughs> Yes, it was, I was I like, I haven't uh, seen it. I haven't you haven't? It. No, because people keep telling me all the things about it. I'm like, that sounds like it's just rage inducing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would go in like with, you know, with like the most pre mental preparation that you can because it's so wacky on top of the crazy ending. But I remember watching that so frequently. Halloween was always on TV. Scream was always on TV. So they just kind of forced me into the genre. And I mean, I loved it enough to stick around, but my family definitely was the catalyst of my love of horror. Nice, nice. Awesome. All right. Well, we're going to switch gears to talking with Stormy here. What's your favorite scary movie, Stormy? It's me. Um, mine is probably Saw. I'm more of a body horror type of person. So that's mainly where I stick. Like all the icky things. <laughs> <laughs> a lover of the icky things. Awesome. So body yes. horror is your favorite subgenre? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> cool. Awesome. So tell us about your horror origin story. What got you started in all this craziness? So... I wasn't raised by my mom. So whenever I went and visited her, like that was like her little like way to like get in with me is that she allowed me to watch horror movies and my grandparents didn't. So that was something that we really bonded over. We went to Blockbuster and always rented at least one horror movie. And she did try and get me like a kid friendly movie as well. But we almost always like just returned to that one and <laughs> never watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, love it, love it. All right, so y'all plug any social media you want to plug for Slash Her or yourselves individually. 
For me personally, my social media handle everywhere is Adrian Ray, Ray spelled R-A-E-E. And Stormy has the rest of our plugs. She's a genius at it. <laughs> my personal is about. my lonely biscuit on everything. For Slasher, it's at slash underscore her underscore pod on all social media platforms. Awesome. Yes, go give them a follow. They're awesome. Yes. All right. So let's talk about Cry Wolf. Here we go. Do, do y'all want to kick it she off? She was a choice. Listen, <laughs> listen. This whole movie was a choice now. I was like, what did I just see? <laughs> I didn't hate it. I went in fully expecting to hate it. Like every ounce of my being was like, this is going to be awful. Because I didn't remember <laughs> it too much. I remember watching it as a kid and not being impressed as a child. So I like, had yes. never gone back to it. It was always something that in my head, I just thought, oh, that's bad. I remember not liking it. So when we were going to discuss it for this movie, it's like, you know what? Sure. You know, I haven't seen it in so long. I was expecting to hate it. I didn't hate it, but I'm not sure if I like enjoy it either. So it's kind of like a weird limbo <laughs> for me, this movie. It, 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 it's very much of that era of if I saw it when it first came out, I would have been like, oh, and I would still go see the next movie. <laughs> it was not because there was like a cluster of these movies in the early aughts where it was just like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It just sort of happened. And I gave them money and I don't right. know how to navigate that. <laughs> and I'll do it there again. It felt like he was trying to do all these things, but it only did everything halfway. Like it never really gave me a good payoff. I was like, I've been sitting here for an hour and I want a payoff now. And it's like, Boop. it's all, never mind. It was that all a dream. Part. It it's the perfect movie for 2021 where none of us get what we want. <laughs> none of us get what we probably would get. <laughs> I, like, I would honestly like this movie better if it was like if that twist wasn't it wasn't a thing. Like if Same. the serial killer was like a real serial killer coming to kill them all. I agree too. I mean, it, it probably feels like the most like basic solution for the movie, but it's like the right solution. Like I don't know why they why they did that to us. You know what I'm saying? Like I right. definitely understand like trying to be different and trying to make it more of like a, you know, we got you kind of thing. But it just felt so unsatisfactory because like the whole prank and everything leading up to the very end was like 20 minutes. It's not like they even fed us that much of like that whole side plot of them pranking Owen specifically. It, like we got it so fast, so quick, and like we just were supposed to roll with it. I was like, if y'all would have given more time to that, like if y'all would have made the fake deaths more elaborate, even more believable, like maybe it would have been interesting, but it just felt unfinished almost. It felt like one of those like authors you would find in a thrift store when you were reading like Christopher Pike and R.L. Stein in them, and it was a knockoff of one of them, and they were like, I too can do something in a high school. <laughs> and it's like, but can that. that's what it felt like. I was like, why did you let Arl Stein have this one? Why did you why did you feel the need to do this to us? Yes. It was so weird. And like the tones were like all over the place. I wasn't sure like how to feel with a lot of it, especially with a lot of the characters. I was like, I'm not supposed like, I don't know if I'm supposed to like this person or if I'm supposed to hate this person. I don't feel like I like any of them, but like, I just, I didn't know. I didn't realize I could hate a name as much as I hate the name Dodger. And it made me hate that character. <laughs> and so I was happy that I was writing that she was the villain. <laughs> I do, but see, like I knew from the beginning, I was like, oh, she's going to be behind this somehow. She's going to be part of this. Right. I know that she is. It was just so obvious. Yeah, that's, even the second twist was really predictable. And like, I didn't need, and like, after he shot the teacher, was I supposed to feel bad that he shot the teacher? Like, you're <laughs> sleeping with students. Now, then we find out you killed a student. Like, right. I don't that, Did he? We don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to yeah. do with any of this. I, I think Dodger killed her. I feel like the oh yeah, Dodger killed her, but she blamed she framed him for it. That's true. Girl. Go ahead, I, wish... I feel yeah, like Storm? there's nothing that we're sure of in this movie. Like there's no absolutes other than Dodger's a terrible fucking name. <laughs> I felt personally attacked by the name Dodger. I almost turned it off and messaged all of you to be like we a different movie. I'm sorry we offered this already. <laughs> Uh, she was something else. In my notes, literally the entire time I'm watching this movie, because like in my head, I was like, she is so obviously like the bad person, right? So like throughout the entire movie, I was like, I kind of feel bad maybe, but like, but she's like such an obvious red herring. I don't know what to do with her. And at the end, like it turns out to, I mean, well, they present to us that it probably is her that did all of this. So I was like, okay, well, you know, I don't know. She just, I, I didn't like her. There was no redeeming qualities about her. I wanted to feel bad for her and be like, okay, yeah, you know, it's like a, 
what do people call it? Like a good for her moment that she got this guy who was shitting on her. But I was like, but no, like it doesn't feel like he's that your, at all. Yeah. He's your teacher. He's your teacher. Yeah, too. <laughs> Part of my issue is that this teacher was sleeping with high school students and that wasn't given weight. And right. I know the early aughts was wild. They didn't give no shits. They was like, we're on our bullshit. But still, <laughs> once that comes out, like we don't feel bad for Bon Jovi anymore. Like right. <laughs> he's got that's, it coming. He's sleeping with students. Like, that's the yeah. one thing I will say positive about this is that, that their casting of John Bon Jovi in that role. Because at first I was like, John Bon Jovi's in this movie. What? And then I was like, Oh, John Bon Jovi's in this movie. He looks so good in this movie, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. He looks delicious. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> this, I will I'll be honest. I didn't know. I didn't know that was him the entire no. movie. I was like. like yeah, I'm bad. Sorry, you know, <laughs> don't listen to Bon Jovi like that. But the entire time, I was like, I know he's in this movie. Stormy told me he's in this movie. So literally, all the way up into the moment where he got shot, I was like, when does Bon Jovi come into this movie? And then, and then, like, I knew that he died. Like, I know that was a thing. So when he got shot, I was like, oh my god, that was Bon Jovi. I was literally taken aback. So that was my journey with this movie. <laughs> where is he? And he's right in front of me the entire time. I love that journey, though. <laughs> <laughs> he was eye candy. I, I will give him that. I don't know how old he is, but he usually looks the same. I've been checking him in these last few years, and these are stressful times, so I don't want to, like, commit to that. Um, but the last time I saw him, he looked right. And I appreciate him for being like, this is a shit show. What can we do here in makeup? And they were like, oh, we also wrote this script. Come here. <laughs> Let's make you look real good. Right. He Here's good, this though. loose cardigan for you. <laughs> when I was growing up, this movie gave me everything I needed. It gave me Jared Paladecki and John Bon Jovi. And Young Me mm. was all about the casting. I think that's why I was in love with this movie. And they included like a messenger type of like uh, crumb trail. And like I was all about like being in AOL chat rooms, probably like, <laughs> honestly. So I was no. all about this movie when I was younger. Yeah, <laughs> the, even the title has like pride underscore wolf. Yes. Like, no. I was like, what is happening? The, they like, try to be early stuff. <laughs> they did. They try to be so unique. When they, oh my God, I screamed and I was like, this movie is like, the what dates it is one specific moment uh, near the end when Mercedes is talking to her boyfriend, I forget his name, but they're talking and he's like, you know, send me a picture of you in your underwear. She doesn't do it by the way, but she's like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, it's like, you know, phone sex 2.0. And I was like, like sexting? But like at this time they didn't know that. So I was like, oh fuck, I completely forgot. This is 2005. They don't know what they're talking about. This is new to them. So I was like, oh God, this feels so old. Yeah. Is that the one that takes forever to show up because it's a flip yes. phone? <laughs> and so he's so like seeing it in. slowly come in and he's slowly yeah, seeing the person behind her come in. And I was like, oh my God. I enjoyed that moment. Probably one of my favorite things. Yeah, it's one of the better pop moments. Up behind somebody. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm not also, out of there. And I'm like, it's been five minutes. She's probably dead. Also, probably dead. I feel sorry for her because she's the only other one other than Owen that does not know what's going on. She literally thinks she's about to die. Like, Yeah, they really did her dirty. But um, I mean, I feel bad for the characters all together in this movie. Because when I started the movie, I was like, okay, it seems interesting. The tone seems interesting. And like when they introduce us to the cast of all the characters, I was like, okay, you know what? They kind of seem a little bit diverse. They seem a little interesting. They don't seem like boring vanilla cookie cutter people. Like they each seem to have some type of aesthetic. So I was like, oh, cool. And then we don't see them ever again until the end. And so the last 20 minutes where they're all part of this crazy prank. And I'm like, I wish I could like these people because they seem likable almost kind of, but we don't get anything from them. We just get Owen 24 seven. And I don't think that helps the movie either. Cause I, he's just like lifeless to me. What? I was like, you've already been murdered. Like, why are you leaving us? <laughs> Very much like this movie. He was like partly in on pranking people and partly not in on pranking people. And then he also wanted to do this to get with Dodger, but he also didn't want to get like, he was kind of symbolic of this whole film, I feel like. Yeah, because there were times where he, I could see in his face, like it just, it, like he lost all thought, like you know, head empty, no thoughts. He logged like, out. Yeah, he like logged out fully. The Microsoft Word oh, sound went off chat. in his head. <laughs> and I was like, I feel you, Owen. I feel you. I'm right there with you. I also don't know what's happening because when he would just like like check out and be truly be like, I don't know what's going on. I was like, same. I don't either. But he does that so often. He looks dead. His eyes are dead so often in this movie. And I don't know if it's to help the character, but it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. But speaking of the moment where they introduce like all the, the 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 cast of characters, in the first 15 minutes of this film, 
I know this is the early 2000s, but like, come on, y'all. In the first 15 minutes, we get a gay joke, the R word, and a fat joke. All in 15 minutes. And I was just like... Ah. So, early. <laughs> so early on in this movie. Yeah. They were like, we want you to know who you're fucking with. Um, <laughs> it is us. I don't know. Thank you. I don't know who... Um like the early 2000s were that they thought that the R word was like just the shit. Cause right. every early 2000s movie, all about it. We drop it heavy. Everywhere. And, and even like the fat jokes, like that was, and even now I feel like fat jokes are like so prominent in comedy. And I'm like, I don't understand like why, like lowbrow humor is not my favorite, which is why comedy movies in general don't work for me a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. So with this, like just getting all of that so quickly and it was just, too much it was way too much yeah it made me hope more people would die and then of course no one died there's no body count there's two people yes. who died this film two people two, two people mm. one we never see and one's really hot but sleeping with students and so we're just like <laughs> nothing's like satisfactory here because everybody else no. deserved to die one's an also. 80s pop fan <laughs> no, I felt like I felt like this movie description cried wolf because they told us it was gonna be like a slasher, and then when only two people died, and I'm like, Honestly, at least three. Right. Brilliant, brilliant with this off. movie. They all made us go in there expecting a good horror movie, and we came out with that one. So they got us. Woo! They got us. <laughs> they surely cried wolf on the entire horror community because that's what it felt like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was like, I was like, and on this prank, I too am upset with Mercedes. <laughs> right. And again, I, I still say, I think it would have been better served if the twist was not there. If, if like the real thing is a serial killer is coming to kill them all. Because if you're playing with the whole idea of crying wolf, they've already been pranking everyone. No one's going to believe them when they're actually being murdered. Right. That would be really an interesting film, but that's not what we got. Yeah, they really should have done that more more of actually making it a slasher. But they spent like literally the entire middle portion of the movie, like the 40 minutes in the middle are following Owen around. And I'm like, he's not he really is not interesting. There's nothing about him that's interesting. He got kicked out of his last school because he you know took a fall for some girl. I'm bored. That makes you boring to me. And then you come to this school and now you're immediately falling in love with another girl and, you know, getting into all this ruckus for this girl. And I'm like, you are just like, I understand you're a high school student, I'm assuming, right? They're high schoolers, seniors. Yeah, supposedly. I was like, but like, this is too much. You are rough. He probably looks the most like a high school student, at least out of all of them, maybe, because some of them look yeah. pretty rough. Again, I we all we all know Mr. Jared Pedalecki, and he was everywhere in the early aughts because he was like, I'm gonna do anything and everything. And then the genre <laughs> found him. He's like, only genre now. And then after 15 years of Supernatural, he's like, I want to be Walker Texas Ranger. And so he's had a journey. <laughs> he's had a, a journey. journey but... <laughs> um, but he was not age appropriate for this. I was like, good sir, you were pretending to be this age a decade ago with Rose. <laughs> Also, aesthetically, so I'm assuming this this is like a boarding school for like yeah. rich folks, right? Okay, how is this boarding school going to allow this student to come up? I mean, I guess his parents may be real loaded or like on the board or whatever. It's like <laughs> covered in piercings and like it's like most boarding schools are not going to let you. You have to like fit a certain appearance type, right? Yeah, and like Money he's got talks. tongue ring. Maybe that's what it is, but I wish they would have addressed that because the whole time I was like, why are you here? How did you get in here? I asked that about everybody. I was say the same question for all these kids in this group of friends. Yes. I was like, how are you all in this like prestigious as we're as to assume uh, boarding school? Like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. You guys are crazy. It was. It was just. It, it was not this movie. This movie stressed me out, and that I don't understand how it happened. Um, also, like the pacing was awful, which made it run way too damn long. This did not need to be as long. Yeah, I was surprised with that. Also, it has an issue where a lot of movies in the early 2000s did with like just like their editing and their cuts. Everything's so crazy, like crazy fast. Like I like especially the beginning. I was like, I I literally did not know what was happening until there was a gunshot. And I was like, oh, somebody's dead. Okay, so that's how we're starting. But then like everything else is so quick and like the weird filter that they have over everything makes everything feel weird. I don't know. Also, so they start with that with the murder. But then there's no depth to that murder. Like there's no investigation. <laughs> there's no police on campus. There's no. Like, <laughs> there isn't. There really isn't. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. She died right next to the school, and like they don't investigate the student body. Like they don't figure out how she's connected to anybody at this school. They're just like, okay. <laughs> I had forgotten she died by the time they started making the plan to include her in this mythology. 
And I'm like, what did? Oh, there was a dead girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what did I miss? <laughs> yeah, because she plays like an important role in like the whole serial killer, like, yeah. like what do we even call that? Like their story that they're trying to come up with, that this pattern serial killer was coming to this campus, which people jumped on that so fast, which I guess plays into like the believability of like social media and the internet. Like they put this random story out there and just expect people to believe it, and they do. So they tried to like have some type of commentary there, but it seems so silly because they literally the email was literally from Ovin, and he was like, oh, "I can just act right. like it was forwarded to me." I was like, "No, no!" Yeah. Like anybody, any police officer who wants to take his job seriously would be like, "It literally it all comes back to your computer." Right? It wasn't forwarded to you by anybody. Like we can call Gmail right now. Like it's like I don't. <laughs> it came from you, but they just roll with it, and I was like, "That seems silly." And nothing happens with that. But I was like, I thought that was going to be the dead giveaway because that seems stupid. The fact that the principal didn't go straight to Owen to be like, you said this, and you have a history of trouble. Let's go to my office right, <laughs> right now. Let me know it's not believable. Because when I zoomed in on the principal, I'm like, this is a black woman. I know she knows. I know the she's zoomer. not dealing with foolishness. I know she knows how to clear a house. <laughs> but then her kid comes in at the end, too, and she leaves at least for a good who knows how long. She's, I'm just going to leave the office. I'm going to leave the scenario. I'm just going to leave. And I was like, because really, she does. She seems, you know, like she has her shit together for like the two minutes that she's on screen. But then she disappears and i'm like okay there's no like real disciplinary action either yeah. that was another moment i was like what is going on with this they're they're in this important disciplinary meeting and then her <laughs> kid bursts in because i guess <laughs> the kid's not in school like what like it's halloween so the kid's just gonna ruin all of her meetings that's normal <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna talk to everybody who comes into the office and ask for candy <laughs> what is right? going on it also, how old was the kid? Because the kid looked damn tall to be just oh, person in the media oh, asking for candy from strangers. I was definitely a PA person. They're like, just put this costume on. You're going to come in as her, as her kid and just walk like, in and walk out. It was definitely, oh, shit, we forgot to cast a kid and Jerry's too tall. <laughs> uh, hey, Dodger. <laughs> okay, so for Dodger, for Lindsay, Lindsay Booth, what's her name? Yeah. For her, she was working in the early 2000s she was getting her paychecks and i think out of all the movies well horror movies that she's in in the early 2000s the wrong turn down to the dead in this movie i feel like this movie she's the most interesting because she's awful in those other two movies and i felt like so i was excited when i saw her i was like okay and she seemed different she didn't seem too annoying at the beginning so i was hoping to see more from her but i mean her but her, she plays a good villain i'll say she she believably is annoying and dirty and uh, I mean, she does well, but I just, I just, I felt bad. I wanted more. I wanted more for everybody in this movie. Yeah, I felt the only time for me that she like super shined was at the with the end when she's giving her giving him that speech, right? And he's or he's like explaining to her like, oh, I know all this. I know what you did, and she kind of still looks sad, but then also you can tell there's something behind her eyes that is uh -huh. just like you can't prove it though. Yeah, that switch at the end, I was very, I was like, oh. I was like, okay, yeah. that was interesting. You should have brought more of like that acting to this movie. Because um, I was very intrigued. And I was like, oh, shit. And I was like excited. And at that point, I was like, maybe I'm interested in seeing where the story continues. And then they just end it. And I was like, oh, okay. So we also don't get an answer if it was her. Because I wanted to see the cops come in and tackle her or something. Like I was hoping that Owen would be like, I have you recorded. I just got it all or something. I was hoping for something satisfactory in the end. And she's like, no. And she like has her like 1920s ascot and just turns around and walks away to like a train station, I can only assume. So I was like, I don't know what's happening. The writers were like, you think you want this, but you're not going to get it. <laughs> Do you think Very that enough. they believe they would get a sequel? And that's why they left it so random because it's like clearly he just figured you out in the police station so maybe you should take care of this loose end i wait i would we even have even wanted to see a sequel no, no. <laughs> i love that one so why not what <laughs> I, I, I wonder if the writers felt like we can do this because we'll be back and then like they released it and they're like we lied to ourselves never mind <laughs> so much lying so much lying with this movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> Everything was a lie. So like, what do I talk about? You know, like, yeah, like nothing holds any weight. Nothing holds any weight with this movie. Nothing we learn holds any weight. Do we do? Uh, so who do we think then attacked Owen when he was like mopping floors? That was Jerry Padalecki. Was that who that was? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. They really yeah. tried it. They did. I'm also mad he didn't notice the height differences between the people following him. Because <laughs> again, Jerry Padalecki is a giant. So you can't mm -hmm. just be like, oh no, you'll never know. And then like have Dodger run out in the same getup. You gotta you gotta commit to people the same height. <laughs> or Graham was there sometimes too, and you're talking about how fat he is. 
even though like he doesn't even look fat, but we're talking about how fat he is. And if he's in the killer costume, can we not tell that he's a fat killer, quote unquote? Like, what are we doing? This whole costume is Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. (laughs) (laughs) Very that. One size fits all. Uh, And they have the the chance of making the coolest killer, too, and they put him in the most boring outfit. That's how you know prep school kids, because they have no imagination, because they have trust funds. And so they're just like, oh, yeah, an orange mask and uh, a ski jacket, but camouflage. And I'm like, do you know what theory is good, sir? (laughs) Yeah, they really fumbled the bag with that one. Yeah, they were like family dollar fines. That's the movie's budget. (laughs) (laughs) Something that everybody on campus could go and get within a couple days. They all wear on Halloween. Like it's just something that you know Ace Hardware's down the street, stocked up, ready to go for everybody. Because they were all wearing it on Halloween night too. There's so many people in that outfit. While we're talking about the school and Halloween, why is it that everybody leaves on like Halloween weekend? Like where where do they go? It's not close enough to any of the winter holidays. They really weren't. Right. They have a whole party before Halloween, and then on Halloween day, everybody leaves campus. So I don't, I don't understand. And also, what school willingly allows your students to leave campus on Halloween? That is, you know, you know how schools work. Like that's the devil's holiday. They're not about it. They're not going to allow their students to leave on that day. So I was just confused. Never. Also, what school allows your kid to have a raging party <laughs> on <laughs> campus? Like. <laughs> It's a high school. Like I get college, maybe I can get that. But like <laughs> high school, <laughs> I thought they were in college. Yes, truly. It was like a whole party. They had police outside just in case. I was like, y'all expect it to get that bad here? <laughs> <laughs> no, this felt like one of those unexplained CW shows where like the <laughs> high schoolers just do whatever they want at the age of thirteen. <laughs> and it was like much. Gossip Girl XOX. I'm like, but how did you? How did you? How do you get your passport together without your mother asking questions? <laughs> Fully Riverdale. This movie, yeah, heavy on the Riverdale vibes, down to the tone and the lighting. Yeah, very That's that. True. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Hilarious. We also don't do a lot of PG thirteen movies on this podcast because when I saw that rating. I was like, oh, this will be a journey. <laughs> <laughs> It made me wonder if we should like do other PG-13 movies that we don't hate later in life. <laughs> well, the unrated version is supposed to not be, obviously it's not rated, obviously. So there was supposed to be like more blood and gore in it. Well, that's what I read going into it. I was like, I'm going to watch the unrated Where? version. That I was on it too. Did you? Like, yeah, nothing. I was why, like, Where? This is rated PG-13. Like I could show this to <laughs> No blood. Like I thought we were going to get, like we'd never see anybody get stabbed. Even like the fake no one dies. Yes, nobody dies, no. but like nothing. And I was like, so this doesn't feel like anything. What's the point of an unrated version if it just feels like it's PG-13 still? Yeah. Right. No, I, <laughs> I, I hit play looking for danger. <laughs> and you got Dodger. <laughs> so, got Char- Dodger. <laughs> Sheree, did you watch the PG-13 version or the unrated version? I watched the PG-13 one because I, when I was reading it, I didn't realize there were two versions after I already committed. Right. And I was like, eh, it'll be fine. And I'm glad I didn't have to like fight with Prime to be like, no, I want the other one if nothing was going to change. Because again, two people were murdered. How much right. blood can we have when only two murders happen? I mean, the only thing I can think of that they might have added is in those like flashes where they're telling the story. Was that in the PG-13 version? Like them getting stabbed and stuff? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I might have comparison. Yeah, because I'm confused. <laughs> Especially at the end. They, they were the same time. Like not ours were, ours was 91 minutes and the PG 13 yeah. was 91 minutes. So were they? they yeah. Yeah. No. So I what are they doing? I think they're crying wolf. I think they're trying to get people to buy two versions of the same fucking movie. That's the same version. <laughs> they really I mean, are. This movie is one big like troll of a movie. It just like is playing everybody. It is just like expecting us to think of something. <laughs> Down to the rating. They're like, this one's more bloody. And I'm like, I watch it. And I'm like, it's not, though. Everything's, everything's a lie. It lies about everything. I'm tired of it already. The more I'm we talk never, about it, the more angry I get. I'm never trusting these director or writers ever again. Who are, what's their name? We need to put them on the blacklist. Right. <laughs> They've lied to me too many times. Uh-huh. I'm going to blacklist that. I'm going to go on IMDb and find the director. And I'm going to send him a letter. <laughs> I'm going to be like, it is 16 years later. I just watched Cry Wolf like fully as an adult. And I want to let you know how upset I am, how disappointed I am, and just let him know because I'm a kid. I don't know what they were thinking, especially the writers. Like, what were y'all thinking? 
I just want to be was, like, there was a Jeff Tuesday Star Nightmare. We got a problem. The writing was rough, though. It was probably the roughest part of this film. It was Over. it was beyond rough. I don't have a word for how bad it was. Like <laughs> I don't know what happened and why this person hates words and films. Hates <laughs> words. <laughs> I hate words. You know what I'm going to be a writer. <laughs> That's what happened here. Clearly. Have we ever like a, a writer game like this fight? <laughs> oh my god he was they told him as he was growing up you'll never be a writer you'll never make it so now he intentionally makes like shitty movies like this just to spite everybody and dedicates it to everybody who told him that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very uh, at the very end oh. of the movie, it's a big troll <laughs> this is making a lot of sense so this was written and directed by jeff wadlow okay who also directed the new fantasy island <gasps> oh shit uh, Truth or Dare. Mm. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It all makes sense to me now. Kick-Ass <laughs> 2. Oh, oh, I like okay. that one, though. Yeah. I, I, haven't that one. <laughs> I haven't seen the second one. I haven't seen the first one. I liked it that's back when about I saw it. it. And that's <laughs> about it. it that says, makes so much Oh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? The new what? one. What? Truth or Dare makes the most sense to me. Like, that just, that was, like, okay. That's that so and the new Fantasy Island. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, that, that tracks. tracks. <laughs> that tracks. What if it you was working on a trip? What is working on a trilogy? So you have like Truth or Dare, and you have Cry Wolf, which is two truths and a lie, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and what if the next one was gonna be like Never Have I Ever? <laughs> and somebody cut into it, and he's like, Oh no, my trilogy is ruined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he likes like he likes to incorporate like games into his movies. Apparently, with this lying game, with Truth or Dare, mm, he tried. He tries. He definitely tries. I'm going to make them drinking games. And so. Right. I will <laughs> yeah. say that the game they play at the beginning with the, the werewolf game, that's a fun. I played that game. It's fun. Yeah. I was about to say, has anybody ever like done something like that? It looks like a good time. It's actually, you can buy, like, it's a card game that you can buy and play with people. It's called Werewolves. Werewolf. Or yeah. yeah. Really? It's interesting. Yeah. One time fun. I played and I was the werewolf. I mean, my friend were the werewolves together. And we were like, we're the, we're the werewolves. It's us. And no one guessed us who won. Interesting. <laughs> like Among Us, almost? Like somebody's like, like yeah, 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 the killer of. or whatever? Interesting. Yeah, I hate when okay. I'm the seer and the werewolf see me. I'm like, oh, fuck. This is, <laughs> this is the worst part of the dick. <laughs> I'll be dead next. <laughs> I'm not a good liar, so I would lose so fast in this game. Like, I just, I laugh. Uh, too easily. I completely I... disagree. What? You Adrian, <laughs> Adrian could legitimately just like try and be like, I'm a killer. It's me. <laughs> And like you just, you just have to look at him, and you don't know because his face never changes. He makes the same stupid like face. Right now, <laughs> maybe, maybe because I'm always just like, I don't know. Maybe it works because I'm always like the same vibe. I'm always the same energy. Maybe I just feel like I would. And I think everybody just assumes that I'm the bad guy because I'm a Gemini and I'm like I'm literally not lying to you I'm not lying and they're just like it's Stormy she's suspicious and I'm like she's a Gemini I'm also a Gemini and the Gemini slander out there is real people are like it must be you bitch and it's like haha it was your wife like I said (laughs) I love it Maybe, maybe. I would love this game though if I were to play it. It definitely feels like a game to play while you're getting drunk for sure. Yes. It sounds like such a good time. I'm gonna yes. try it out. I, I love <laughs> the games when we're playing and somebody who is drunker than the rest of us loses their fucking card and forget who they are. <laughs> and then the random person like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, where the fuck is your card? Where the fuck is your card? It's all one card. The car keys, that's what really hurts is when you lose the car keys. Because you're like, mm, it's been a minute since I've been to a club. But going out to like the clubs and the bars and losing your car keys is like Ooh. literal panic sets in and I can't handle it. For me, I just want to say that um, I really love this movie. And that's why I've been so quiet. <laughs> um, I I know I have no ground to stand on. I know it's a terrible movie, but I will forever <laughs> just fucking die on this hill. I think it's because I was in love with both Jared Palladicki and bon John, John Bon Jovi when I was younger. And so my young self just clings to this movie. We've had this movie on our roster three times. And it gets struck every time. Um, <laughs> and I... And I take it with grace because I know it's bad. It's one of those things where you're just like, yeah, it's fucking terrible, but I'm still going to fucking watch it. 
And so when y'all yeah. like kind of gave us free game, I was like, this is it. This is my <laughs> chance. I can force somebody moment. to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are plenty of terrible movies that I love. So I Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> we just watched Night of the Demons for our podcast. And I like in retrospect, I was like, oh, yeah, it's pretty bad. But like, I also will die on the hill that it's a good movie or at least a fun movie because that happens with horror. I mean, you can't like there are right. so many bad eggs in the bunch, but that's what makes <laughs> it fun. So. Yeah, I felt like we don't talk enough about the bad movies we love. Um, but like that's how we got to like hang out with Elvira watching B movies. Yes, <laughs> exactly. There's Those just so much great. <laughs> there's so much love of like the bad movies in horror, which I think is nice. I think it's brilliant. Because yeah. even in like that was just I just I enjoy that's probably why I enjoy horror so much, is like cause it's I've never seen like any other genre or any other else in the film, you know, universe, I guess, or film whatever but like you don't see it often where there's a bad movie where there's like an appreciation for it and horror you get that a lot so i love that yeah. about the genre even like something like this like i probably would maybe watch it again maybe um because i have an appreciation for moments in it because there's some yeah. stuff that feels like it could be brilliant and smart especially for 2005 and it just it kind of misses the mark a little bit it just yeah like i said it, it tries to do all these things but it only does all of them halfway like mm -hmm. Take off yeah. three of them and do the other three like fully. All they had to do was literally kill these kids, kill these fuckers, and I would have been happy. I wanted to see these kids get cut the fuck up, and it didn't happen. So Listen. that's all I needed. That's all I needed to make it a good movie to me is to see these kids die. <laughs> when I go into a slasher, I all I ask is it gives me one thing, and that is death. And if you can't give me that, what are we doing? Because I'm fine with a B slash. I'm bad with a bad slasher. I'm bad with a slasher. I walk out and be like, that director hates women. I just need to see death. So I know that yes. you tried. So we can meet in the middle. And the movie was like, ha nobody does. Also, and no one gets slashed. They're all no. shot. No slashing. And I know, I mean, I fear guns as much as the next person. But like, it's like... like that's boring, just so boring. Just like two shots that we get in this movie. Like I wanted to see something, a slash, give me some slashing, give me some stabbing. The knife looks interesting. It would have been nice to see it cut into some flesh, but we didn't get it. Yeah. Also moment of pure white privilege. When uh, Jared Padalecki gives the car, gives what's his name, his car keys to like let him borrow the car. He's like, just leave him on the tire. Someone's gonna take the car. <laughs> I was so confused with that too. I was like, wait, what? I would be so nervous. I would have been like, you better buy a padlock, stick it to the window, come up with like a code and put right. it in. Well, they're all on the not... same campus. Don't they know where they sleep? Like bring right. it to my dorm room. Like <laughs> I was like, what kind of suburban hill shit is this? Like I have never, I have never. <laughs> I can never, I can never feel so comfortable any anywhere on any no. premise to be like, <laughs> just put my keys in the tire. It's okay. Unless I hate the car and want it to disappear. Like if I actually want somebody to take it, I'm like, mm -hmm, yeah, put the keys in the ignition, leave the door open. <laughs> Turn it on. <laughs> Turn it on. Really Make sure the tank is full so they can get really far. That's the only time I would like ever allow somebody to do something like that. Is if I wanted the car to disappear. Yeah. No, it was it, it was a lot of choices and a lot of things that didn't make sense. It it's one of those times where it feels like none of the dialogue was actually like ran by a, a person to be like, do people sound this way? So it was all just like, we need this for the plot device, and we need this for the plot device, and well, we need this for the plot device. And I'm like, but like a conversation makes it sound natural. <laughs> that part. Also, I feel so bad because I mean, like big character flaw moment for me. It was like Owen, his whole arc, his whole journey felt very flawed to me. Because like when he starts the movie, and I guess we're supposed to like feel bad for him that everything's so crazy that he loses his game here. But he starts off like being so smart, so intelligent, and he's able to like find everybody's, you know, tricks and schemes when they're lying. And then all of a sudden when he's thrust into this moment, like he just believes everything that's happening to him immediately. Especially the last 20 minutes. Like I know tensions are high, I guess. But like in that last 20 minutes, it's like everything just seems silly like just like it just like it's so obvious that it's all set up it makes no sense it's a little over the place and like he just goes with it and i'm like you like you started so strong and like, like maybe you could have been a smart protagonist but like it just fell apart in these last couple minutes right yeah. he was not final girl material and he, he wasn't well let's get spicy even though they may not be spicy <laughs> um okay well so for me i 
I think my biggest issue with the movie is going to come down, and I guess I kind of just said it, so I guess good segue. But for me, it's character flaws. And me and Stormy talk about it all the time. I, I'm the type of person where if I'm watching a movie, if the characters are likable, I can almost forgive anything. If the dialogue kind of seems cheesy at times, I'll be like, okay, well, you know, whatever. Or if just the scenes are kind of like kooky and all over the place, it comes down to characters. Like, especially like in Scream 4, like with that movie, I felt like it was kind of disjointed at times, but the characters are fun and like they introduce them in a way that's somewhat interesting. So even in like the bad moments, I really enjoy everything just because of the characters. And that's what really disappointed me when we started this movie, because everybody, again, they seemed unique. They seemed different. And like you said, Trent, as well, it's like they feel like they don't belong in this boarding school. So it's interesting to see them and like see how they operate and how they work and I guess maybe expecting more of a traditional slasher. So I was excited to get to know them a little bit. I wasn't expecting, you know, a fucking Oscar-worthy moment for any of them. <laughs> but I was expecting some type of depth, and we don't get any of it. And then at the end, they're all just part of this prank randomly. But then at the same time, they're like, especially the women, they're all like emotional because it feels like they also, except Dodger, it feels like they also don't know what's happening. And it's just, it's just, it's unfortunate. Like, that's my biggest thing. If you would have given me more character development or depth, I probably would have enjoyed it a little bit more because that was the one thing I was most excited about when I like saw everybody and they were playing their game and like they were having actual interactions with one another because they don't get a lot of it. And it just fell flat. So it just, I wish it would have been better written for these people. They they all seemed like again, they all seemed like halfway humans. Especially the black guy. The black guy got no characterization. I like, forgot his name. No, I, <laughs> I don't know it for the life of me. And I to, I put in the notes, I was like, let me make sure I was like, because this is like honestly the one black character we have in this movie. I was like, I want to remember his name. But when watching the movie, I was like, he does nothing for me to even like want to remember his name. And it's just unfortunate. Yeah, they they gave him like nothing as, other than he's dating that one girl. That's the only thing that right. <laughs> and her picture on IMDb is her in this movie. And I'm like, this is all this is all you got, girl. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he, he he was literally there to be Mercedes' boyfriend because they were like, we have two brown people, so they must be a couple. Uh, yes. the but then they but then uh, in the beginning they made a racist joke about him saying, oh, jungle fever or whatever, talking about uh, them too that they were making out, and I was like, oh. Uh, and then the gay joke, and then the R word, and then the fat joke. <laughs> All at once. <laughs> All at once. Very early 2000s. <sighs> Unfortunately, I think we covered like all of my things that I was going to bring up. Like the, uh, I mean, Adrian brought up my main one because we're the same person, and that probably is where the Microsoft <laughs> Word would have come in handy, but I'm very disorganized. I'm very sorry. <laughs> um, but other than that, like my biggest issue with this was the um the teacher like uh fair and we already covered that like we all agree it's not exactly a hot take um i guess my biggest hot take is that i enjoy this movie and again <laughs> already discussed it <laughs> bon jovi looks good in it so you have you have course for yeah. wanting mean, to rewatch it because he's so like good every guy in this film is attractive other than yes. the dude with the piercings all over his face that's the only one i was like and even then, maybe give me a couple even shots. Then. And even then, <laughs> if the lights are dark enough, if it's the lighting in this movie, and he comes up to me and I have had a few drinks, mm, maybe. 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 <laughs> Bring the hunting knife, yeah, and I'm into it. Very right. <laughs> <laughs> that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the cast is hot. That was the first thing I put in my notes. Is like, oh, so this cast is kind of attractive. They're kind of cute looking. And then, yeah, nothing happens. I don't see that any of them for the rest of the movie except for Owen. And his attractiveness dies when his eyes die. <laughs> so Jedi I was disappointed. I was disappointed. Jedi <laughs> yes, that's my new Twitter handle. As soon as I was gonna say new Twitter name. I Adrian. <laughs> from, from now on. And I'm just gonna keep staring. Every time I go on podcast now, I'm just gonna stare. So I love it. <laughs> my hot take is I mean, this whole episode was kind of a hot take, but I'm gonna bring it back to this one. This plot was unnecessarily complicated for it to just be Dodger, who we knew it was from the beginning. <laughs> why? Why do we need these three different moods? We could have just, we could have just been like, this is a one note. Let's let's go. <laughs> why did we have to go on a whole fucking like Hobbit journey to get to the same <laughs> conclusion? <laughs> we were at in the beginning, <laughs> they really tried. Uh, they really tried to make it like. It. Also, like she yeah. is like. I understand, like, if somebody's cheating on me, yeah, I'm going to be pissed, but she concocts this crazy... Where, at any second, it could have went wrong. 
Like any little thing could have threw this plan for a loop and she's crazy enough to just be like, this is how I'm going to get back at him. I would just take a gun and just shoot him in the head and let's move on. Like your life would have been an easier dodger because this is too much. This is too complicated. Right. Again, dodger is literally what people try to portray Gemini's as is what I feel like. <laughs> just the, most yes. the most diabolical. Yes. Two sides to this person. She is the slander. <laughs> I again, I think because like they didn't give it weight what the teacher was doing with these underage girls, like she's That's not it. sympathetic. This is not good for her. This is you clearly needed help. Well, <laughs> um, why is this? Vet teachers better. Um, yeah. <laughs> we need to talk about the relationship with him. And yeah. she's like, "How dare he do another girl?" And I'm like, "Ma'am, ma'am, right. y'all are both twelve. How dare he do a girl in general?" <laughs> right. right? Yeah, that's right. the problem is that she again we see a, a, a storyline where the the man cheats or whatever, and the uh, the girl blames the other girl as mm. opposed to who's the real problem here. And also, he's your teacher; <laughs> he's Listen. not your boyfriend. Part. So awkward, so awkward, and really no way at all. Like even in uh, I don't know in the movie, I just you're right. It just it's so awkward. It's so inappropriate. And like it just is so played off. It's just like a, a regular relationship. They're just having an affair. He's cheating on her, and she's so mad. I'm like, no, like no. somebody needs to do something. At least, I mean, at least he gets shot in the end. You know, this yeah. awful man gets shot in the end. At least, I guess. But it's just it, it's, at that point it doesn't hold weight. It's not about him. It's about her and her diabolical plan. I'm like, no, like you're probably groomed by this man. Like, let's look, you know, first off, you are, are you're broke compared to everybody else. You're in a school by circumstance. Who says that this man doesn't know that and doesn't groom you and try to you know, force you to sleep with him because maybe you're nervous that you might drop out. I mean, it turns into like a lifetime movie at that point. But there could have been depth there of like what he was yeah. doing and how diabolical he was to her. But I mean, at least he got shot in the end, I guess. Because I was like, how many other girls are involved in this ring he's created? And they were like, we don't have time for that. We have time for more nonsense. And I was like, well, then, <laughs> carry on. Yeah. So my hot take is, even though it felt longer, at least it was only 91 minutes. Very <laughs> <laughs> that. Somehow, agree. that's the first time it landed, because I knew it was 91 when I looked at it. And I knew it had to be ninety one when I watched it, and we talked about it in this episode. But it landed that this movie feels nine days long. <laughs> no one <laughs> Just imagine if it was two hours. I would have quit the podcast. <laughs> I would have been like, "We talk about the first hour, or I don't come in. Let me know what works best for everybody else." <laughs> she would have said, I "Honestly, also- y'all are." kicked off where <laughs> I, I retract my offer uh. slashers balked on everything all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> i will say though i completely forgot this movie was supposed to be like a halloween time frame movie and i mean they kind of oh, dropped the ball with that a little bit maybe they could have done more with the halloween aspect of it but i do love the vibes i love the campus i'm a sucker for like a you know, a rich looking campus, I guess. Never had the opportunity to set foot on one. So it always looks really pretty. And I enjoy that at least. I think it's pretty. The trees are really pretty. But never put an underscore in a movie title again, please. Ever, ever, ever. ever. But also, that's why the ski mask was orange. Because they were like, it's Halloween. I just made that connection. Right. Um, and the trees are orange. That. So he, <laughs> he blends into the trees when he's out in the woods shooting people in the head, apparently. But, right. Yeah, it's like that time Mariah put a hashtag in her song title. <laughs> hey, that song is good, though. I listen to her still. <laughs> we love it. I saw that and I was like, girl. Anyways. <laughs> hashtag beautiful, everybody. <laughs> She's a really good song. Not you plugging it on somebody else's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if Mariah Carey needs my plug. <laughs> As if little old me, a little Mexican boy, is going to get her anything. She's going to be like, who? I yeah. mean, well, she's just coming up podcast. in two months. By the time this drops, it'll be one month. So she's going to be she's gonna be fine. Yeah, she'll she's be, fine. She'll be all right. She'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Her yearly millions are about to come rolling in. So. <laughs> right? <laughs> she's like, nice. This is when she starts to wake up in October. And she's like, oh, is it my season? Is the air crisp? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a few more weeks of sleep. Hold on. Yeah. Let's get my wardrobe together, my backup dancings. Her, yeah, her memes start now. Like I already see her popping up on Twitter. November first, it's gonna start popping. 
Uh -huh. And I'm okay with that. Once Halloween's over, sure. Okay. I'm yeah. a Christmas whore also, so I don't Me mind. Me too. <laughs> I don't <laughs> mind it. I feel like my grandparents were all someone that a head child who pops up about winter, and we're like, Mariah Carey pops up, let's know when Christmas is coming. <laughs> uh -huh. Once you hear her in like a Walmart or a Target, you're like, oh, right. mm -hmm. there it is. It's the season. I didn't hear it last year because I didn't go anywhere because of the pandemic. And I was that like, part. is it really December? Is it, what, what is this? Is it it's Christmas? What? <laughs> I'm still inside? That was literally me. <laughs> me now, to be honest. Fully vaccinated. Truly. I'm still inside. I don't <laughs> so. trust people. They dirty. <laughs> like, right. I didn't like being around so. groups of people in the beginning. Pre-COVID, <laughs> I was like, please stay away from me. No. Only groups of five at most, please. And now I'm like, especially nobody around me, please. <laughs> Just go away. I never want to go anywhere. I want the option to go anywhere. That's all I want. That's all I care about is the option to go. That's so part. I can say no. I just want to be invited. Yeah, right? <laughs> so I can say no. Right? Mm, no, it's Cabin it. Fever. I was like, I don't know about her. And then, like, last year, I like, couldn't go out because it was state mandated. Like, oh, shit, this is real. <laughs> this is the fun. And now yeah. I'm like, I choose not to go out. I'm completely calm again. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. Well, that is our thoughts on cry underscore wolf. <laughs> Don't forget to put it in there. You won't find it. It was so yeah. hard to find it. <laughs> I couldn't find where to watch it because I forgot the underscore. <laughs> Thank you, Adrian and Stormy, for joining us on this episode. Thank you for having us. We Thank appreciate it. Thank you for having it. us. Yes, yes, yes. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Next week, we have The Fog from 1980 with Bobby Torres from Bobby Likes It Spooky. This continues yeah. our month of with a little help from our friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And as always, make sure you stay fierce out there. Bye. Bye.